Welcome to my podcast, The Awaken Life Project. My name is Monica Matea and I'm transformational health and life coach, helping professional and ambitious people to step into their life with amazing health, clarity and purpose. The Awaken Life Project has been born out of the dream to create legacy and inspire hundreds of people to fulfill their potential using not only scientific mindset tools that work, but intuition too. My dream is for you to connect with your body, mind and spirit on the level you have not yet explored. So are you ready? Hello and welcome to the next episode of my podcast and just wanted to say that um, Happy New Year, I can still say that I think and I hope you had a nice break. So as I promised in my last podcast and thank you very much for everyone who downloaded it and listened to it, I understand it was a good one so if you have not listened to it please do because that that will help you to understand what I'm doing here. So I announced in my last episode that I want to publish four part series on the New Year's resolutions, right? And I will be evaluating four areas of my life, uh, very important to me. They could be different to you, for you, but I think those are the key ones. And I'm starting with health. And I know that health is that kind of the topic which uh, quite often is on our mind in January, that we want to be back on track after Christmas indulgence. And I think it's okay. Myself, I'm getting better with my habits over Christmas, um, but I never regret anything. Maybe I have overdone something slightly. Maybe I didn't do something. For example, I wanted to be more active, go for a walk, but the weather was really terrible in UK. It was just windy and wet. So it's not always good for a walk or longer walks anyway. But I always reflect and next time I change it. I don't dwell on it that, oh, I have overdone and I just put on one or two kilos or whatever. It is just done, right? I can't change it, what I have done over Christmas. I can just go back to my routine and that's where I am because otherwise it just takes your all mental energy. In this four-part series, we will be exploring health, faith, relationship and career money. So please do subscribe if you want to have all of the four and be notified when they are published. They will be on a more or less weekly basis. And in order for you to assess different areas of your life, use the Wheel of Life tool. And there is a link in the show notes. And also there is a link to the YouTube video where I explain how to use the tool. It's a common tool you can use. Um, It is used in coaching. I got it from my coaching school and I use it every year to assess where I am in my life. And then I can use it every few months just to check whether I'm still on on the track with some of those things. So quite often that's what I ask my clients to do. Take a wheel of life and assess your life and we can establish some of your priorities to going forward. Let's move to health topic. First of all, I want to address the idea of planning because that will be useful in all four parts. When it comes to planning, and I had clients like that, quite often you may feel that it's too restrictive and you want to be more spontaneous and having more freedom. I'm going to actually do today what I feel like doing, right? Or kind of that that way. And just I want you to understand you to understand that we have two types of I mean, we have several different types of brain, but two important parts 
Uh, first of all, is the primitive brain, which is very rea reactive and spontaneous. And also we have prefrontal cortex that only human have that help us with planning and doing things on purpose. So spontaneous and reactive is really animal brain. So animals never plan the meetings. They never meet. They just do and re react what they need to do. And it's pretty much that. And there is nothing else sophisticated. They react to their needs. They don't plan uh, different things. Although uh, when I think about squirrels, they do plan <laughs> because they dig, they hide the uh, nuts from the trees and they hide it in our garden. <laughs> So, because they know they're going to be hungry at some point in winter. So I see uh, there is one particular squirrel, I think is our garden squirrel, and she basically digs out the nuts all over our uh, lawn. Um, so that <laughs> is fun to watch. But anyway, just digressing a little bit. But when we leave everything to our kind of primitive brain and we say, ah, oh, I'm just going to do what I feel like doing. In all honesty, we're probably going to just sit on the sofa, binge watch Netflix, eat unhealthy stuff and drinks, uh, you know, drink not something that we want because we are programmed to survive, right? So, uh, any kind of other planning will be a change which could put a little bit of stress on our body. So, Sitting on the sofa feels comfortable and safe. So, and it's just really hiding away from our life and hiding away from any potential uh, dangers, uh, so to speak, that can meet, um, you know, meet us and be there for us. And we don't want to face them, right? And quite often it's, it's related to our feelings and emotions because let's face it, we don't have that much danger in our life unless you are doing some kind of extraordinary things uh, for your work. Uh, most of our, our lives are pretty safe. So it's only about our feelings. So we want to use our prefrontal cortex that allows us to have more purpose in life and also schedule free time and productive time. So you don't have to make a decision in the moment using your primitive brain, right? Because if you do it, you're going to probably eat unhealthy stuff. You're not going to go to the gym because you feel tired. You're probably not going to do anything productive because, well, you don't feel like it. And I absolutely understand that, that we need time to recuperate. The problem is that we quite often feel guilty about it, right? So instead of like planning our free time and then, okay, I'm going to watch a Netflix series and I'm going to only watch it for half an hour. And this is my guilt-free time because I plan it. We sit, sit there, watch Netflix and we feel guilty about it. So we don't have a pleasure from actually watching it and, and we feel like we failed ourselves. But when we plan it, then it feels okay, right? Because I've already done some work. I've already exercised. Therefore, it's okay for me to watch next or actually be in a bed and do nothing as well. But so many of us actually feel guilty. So think about planning as is cleaning your dirty, cluttered garden or kitchen, right? I have all sorts of different priorities in my life. I want to do this, this and this and that. And, um, and but I don't have a process for it at all. So I don't clean it up. I just go along with it. And some people thrive like that, but most of us don't because we use the primitive brain. So the 
good exercise to explore it is to list five priorities in your life and then list all the things you did yesterday. And that basically will increase your self-awareness and open your eyes. You're like, oh, okay, so my priority is health, but I haven't even, I didn't go even for a walk yesterday. It may be that the weather wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. But maybe also because I was too lazy to go, right? It's not about judging yourself. Oh, I'm so, I can't do it. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute. Or guilt tripping yourself. It's just increase the self-awareness and for once take it and do something about it, right? Rather than just float and hoping that it will work out at the end of the year. So I'm starting with health, as I mentioned, because this is where our mind goes. We want to, for example, I don't know, lose weight, eating more healthier, um, healthier things. Uh, We want to cook more meals at home, which is also a very good way to save money, but also cook better. Um, eat healthy when we are out uh, and being consistent with the gym. So whatever we need to address in terms of the health, there are two things. And again, they may help you later in other areas. First of all is time management. And the second is feelings and emotions when we still little uh, when we see little or none progress or we fail soon after we started or feelings around you know we didn't feel well so we had to stop now we have to come back and all of those feelings and emotions which quite often get in the way of our progressing so in both we need to address the identity we give you give yourself at the start so you may say something along the lines I will never I never cook or I never have time for cooking at home meals I usually skip my gym sessions. I never achieve what I set to do at the beginning of the year. So what is the point of doing this now? So before you even start, you set yourself with the poor energy and motivation. You give yourself an identity that this empowers you, right? Because honestly, when I hear saying these words to myself, it means like this is given and I will never ever change. And it's just terrible because I truly believe that for a lot of us, that's not true, right? We go to work, we do our work, we are quite good in our work, right? We still are able to plan and deliver whatever. So we should really be able to do the same at our home environment but somehow we can't because we don't have that accountability anymore at work we have a boss we have colleagues we have like kind of the things that keeps us going whereas at home we don't necessarily have the similar environment so we give ourselves identity which basically feels like excuse a little bit so in those situations, I address my thoughts. So I ask myself, what if this year it will be different? What if I set myself a realistic plan and cook healthy three times a week, right? What if I take small steps, even if they feel almost too easy to achieve what I want? What if I set myself 12 months to be pro at cooking rather than two weeks, right? I think sometimes what happens is that the plan we set ourselves is just not realistic, right? So we see 
uh, we want to see quick progress and quick results, quick, uh, quick results. But I understand that, you know, but most of the time it's impossible because we have a life to live. Yeah. So it basically leaves us disappointed because we've put ourselves into that pressure of doing a lot of the things and we haven't achieved them. So that takes me to the second point. So how to deal with failures and emotions caused by thoughts we have about life goals, making decisions. And first of all, failure itself does not cause your feelings, but thoughts about failing, which is due to circumstance, cause our feelings. So, for example, I'll just give you my personal example. Last year, I had like, yes, I'm going to have the best body uh, possible because I'm going to exercise, I'm going to burn off my fat and I, I'm going into perimenopause. I need to really be looking after myself. And, I, and needless to say, it didn't happen the way I wanted. I had an injury. Well, I had a, a serious health issue in July, although it should be a minor thing because appendicitis is something that people, but it was go through, but I, it was misdiagnosed. So I had to have open surgery and I had to recover one week in the hospital. And, and then after that, I couldn't exercise because obviously you, I had to recover. And, and and heal so the circumstance was terrible right there's nothing I could do about it it just happened I couldn't change the circumstance I had a lot of thoughts about how my body failed me because I'm pretty much healthy I look after myself I know what I eat and whatever and uh, and I felt like why it happened to me and it's okay to allow some of those thoughts but it's not about giving up on them and and say like yeah that's who I am that's my body feels there's no point in doing anything because I will get sick and that's it right but I think it's just unproductive and it's not helpful so I process those difficult negative emotions about my body about what happened and I moved on and said like okay once I recovered so it was around October I could start doing a proper workout I said like I'm gonna sign up for the boot camp and I did and I started to go to spinning and all of that I still have to be careful not to overdo it because I have a tendency of that but obviously I said I changed my thoughts and like it happened I can't do it anything about it I focus on my diet make sure that I eat I go for a walk this is what I definitely could do it and then I uh, sign up for a little bit more um, exercise and boot camp later on in the year. So before uh, we get into more details and example, I want you to take a couple of minutes to ask yourself a few questions. You can pause this podcast and come back to it. I will be here still waiting for you. So um, it could be general specific regarding, let's say, healthy home cooking, because I gave example of losing weight in my previous podcast. So listen to that. I gave you a bit of an idea of what plan you can have. Um, but today I want to talk about, what be more specific about the healthy home cooking. So the question you may ask yourself that what is my ideal prep and cooking routine, right? Do I want to cook on Sunday and have it ready for uh, the whole week? Do I want to give a recipe, bo a recipe box um, a go and see how it is? I actually ordered mine for Sunday to have all the meals for family for the whole week. We'll see how it goes. And um, or you know, what do I really want to cook and how much time I want to spend on it? Do I want to be like, let's cook two meals and the rest, let's see what we have in the fridge. 
and everything is good as long as it's planned, right? So how, how I want to feel about it and also what type of food I want to eat, more veggie meals, ref- less refined sugar, more soups and salads, right? So when would be the best time for me to go shopping and prepare the meals? Now I say, oh, you can plan whenever. No, we're not going to plan eating crisps and drinking fizzy drinks. Uh, it's not about that. Remember the main intention and a plan for cooking healthy meals, to get healthier as the family, maybe lose weight, maybe remove refined carbs. I don't know. So there is an underlying thing you want to have for your plan. Okay, so welcome back. If you pause this podcast for a little bit, of course, you can go back to it after listening to it. So prep and cooking health meals at home. Let's let's talk about that example. As I said, cooking is easy once you know what to cook and have ingredients for it. It is important to have time every week for planning. So planning, as I mentioned before, we do it with our prefrontal cortex. It means that it's on purpose. It is uh, taken out of the emotions. And what it also does is basically we don't have to waste our energy. And you would be surprised how much of your brain energy is preoccupied with the things oh I don't know what we're gonna cook once again we're gonna uh, eat unhealthy because I have nothing in the fridge like you spend probably hours and hours worrying about that if that's something that is important for you and you uh, were not able to have the plan for it right as I said if you plan it and you do it without the emotion you're doing this ahead of time it's going to be good. Do it every week. I try to plan bi-weekly, making sure that I uh, I have a shopping, I work it out rather than so I sit in a longer session on a bi-weekly basis and then I shop every Friday. It could be online and I meal prep for on Sunday. I check and clean up my fridge. I do it on a weekly basis. I'm able also to modify some of the recipes to use up on, um, any food. Um, and I also stock up on bulk items such as rice and pasta legumes once a month. So uh, I like buying them from Buy Whole Foods online. There will be a link in the show notes. And I also use food for health principle, which I have on my fridge. And this is basically, I print the the plate, an example of the plate, what I should be putting on the plate. And you may be able to adjust it and then I will have some notes on it. But I like this um, this plate because it gives me an idea of uh, uh, what I should be including on most of the times. But my key items for all the plates is really the protein. So I make sure that I keep my meals with about 20 to 25 grams of protein each or sometimes even more when I exercise. But I also allow imperfect weeks. So pizza once a week, take away some fried food like use air fryer for healthier options, frozen meals, ready meals. You can cheat with recipe books, as I said, um, but all depends on the budget and for how many people. So over the time, when you have more trust in yourself, you can add, as I mentioned, other conditions, for example, cook food low in refined carbs. But first of all, start simply, right? Really start simply. I always believe that a home cooked meal 
it definitely is going to be healthier than uh, anything you buy which is ready made or take takeaway because you can control for example amount and type of fat you add and salt uh, a lot of ready meals processed food is heavy in salt um which people sometimes omiss omiss because oh i am I'm, I'm just focused on carbs but a lot of those meals in order for preserve uh, to preserve them have a lot of salt and salt is not good we really should have tiny amounts of salt and most of us probably exceed the daily dose and that really uh, is taxing on our liver on our kidneys and generally just not good for us health wise just to end this um, allow yourself to go through the process allow for the changes and failures stop and start and as long as you continue you will be on track to reach your goal sometimes we ask ourselves how it is possible for people to be successful and uh, meal prep like you can see oh i'm a queen of meal prep and uh, some people say oh I have such a healthy body and people look great and whatever mainly because over the time they have increased their mental capacity for resilience so no matter what they continue with the plan and they trust themselves more and more and to close the say and do gap and so can you all right so there is a lot of resources in my show notes um have a wonderful rest of the week check the resources there is a um, video on the mindset to help you with achieving your goals the uh, links to wheel of life and also there is blood sugar balancing meal planner so like a meal planner principles it's not necessarily the whole meal plan because i don't give them without them being bespoke so if you are if you want to contact me for coaching services, for meal plans and how you can make your goals achievable and have that accountability, please do. I will leave the um, email address as well in there so you can contact me. So have a wonderful rest of the week. Check my resources below, as I said. And of course, subscribe and share this podcast with others that may need that help this year. I'm here to help them and you. Take care and all the best.